When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkon. The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women. Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week, and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being, or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club, wellness road tested. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Lauren. Audrey Hepburn once said, for attractive lips, speak words of kindness. Well, let's hope our lips are beautiful as kindness is the name of the game this week. So this week, Lauren and I will be testing out self-care by practicing a small act of kindness every day. This was inspired by the actress Emma Thompson, who once said that she made it her mantra to not return home at the end of the day until she had performed a small act of kindness. She also wrote an essay in 2019 with a list of 20 tips to help with her mental health, listing one as random act of kindness can be a human antidepressant. This year, the subject of kindness has been forefront of the national psyche. TV presenter Caroline Flack wrote in one of her last Instagram posts in December 2019, in a world where you can be anything, be kind. In February, she took her own life. Her death gave a new momentum to the hashtag be kind, a hashtag which was actually created back in 2017 by Lucy Alexander, a mother who tragically lost her son to suicide following endless bullying. The hashtag be kind had a huge snowball effect and with COVID following not far behind, kindness became the lockdown word on everyone's lips. But can the idea of spreading kindness be more than just a meaningless hashtag? Are there actual benefits to being kind? So normally at this point in the podcast, I'd be sharing all the results of my research and starting all my sentences with studies show. Oh, poor Lauren, you've missed out this week. I know. But this week, we are delighted to have enlisted kindness expert, Dr. David Hamilton, to do all that for us. David Hamilton has a PhD in organic chemistry and spent four years in the pharmaceutical industry developing drugs for cardiovascular disease and cancer. Inspired by the placebo effect, he left the industry to write books and educate people in how they can harness their mind and emotions to improve their health. He is the author of 10 books, including The Little Book of Kindness and The Five Side Effects of Kindness. David is the kindness star, and I am an absolute huge fan of his work. Um, he's the kindness star for Psychologist magazine and writes The Kindness Conversation and The Kindness Project. Hello, and I am thrilled to be able to introduce Dr. David Hamilton. It's lovely to meet you both also. So we are following your lead this week on Small Acts of Kindness. We've been reading your book, and we are literally living you to the letter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. 
we kind of we wanted you to tell anyone who's listening what are the benefits of kindness like why should someone use it as a practice you know the, the first thing that happens is it makes you feel happier there's something intensely satisfying about helping another person. And that's actually because we are genetically, biologically wired for kindness. There is actually a kindness gene, and it's one of the oldest in the human genome, about 500 million years old wow. and, and four days. No, not four and four days. days. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it, it's immensely old. And, and what that means is kindness itself is, is intricately... Um, inbuilt into our very genome uh, and it's, it's part of who we actually are so be, so when you be kind because of how it feels it has a knock-on effect in multiple different systems of the human body but if you repeatedly be kind it causes physical change in the structure of the brain it actually changes like if you work out a muscle at the gym and then you the muscle begins to grow so if you be kind consistently that consistent feeling causes a similar kind of effect in the brain and the areas of the brain more associated with compassion and kindness also literally grow like a muscle and and you become better at kindness. It's, It's amazing, really. How would you suggest that someone could be kind to themselves and to be able to get past that it's a selfish act? What would you suggest? Yeah, well, there's there's different ways for different people. Many people uh, like to just treat themselves, just to indulge yourself in something that might be pleasurable for you. But for other people, it can be, like like me, for example, being kind to myself, one of the forms that that takes is making time for myself. Yeah, okay. I I find myself, you know, I've, I've written 10 books, and I've noticed that the more books that I write, the, the more my time is needed in a wider and wider variety of things. Yeah. You know, on an average week, I get anything from, I don't know, 300 to maybe 750 emails, social media messages. And it, it's impossible for me yeah. to manage all. I try my best. But that coupled with, see, I'm writing a book at the moment and I have a lot of content and video work and stuff to do. Sometimes I get overwhelmed with volume of stuff and also that feeling like I really need to respond to that person that person needs an answer or help and so kindness to myself is saying well wait a minute if I keep spreading myself so thin there'll come a time when I have nothing left and I may actually make myself unwell and so therefore kindness to myself is recognizing that each of us needs to charge ourselves just like your iPhone might run out of battery you have to charge it And so there is a real danger for many people who do help so many people who are naturally generous with their time and with their their personality, generous people, that we forget to plug ourselves in. So something that we both noticed this week is that we're finding it easier. (laughs) This is shameful. I just want to say. We said it to each other and we thought we have to ask David this. It's harder to be kind to the people that we love we're using husbands, AKA husbands, husbands yes. than it is to strangers. Why is that? Is yes. there a reason for that? Well, see, being kind to strangers is just something that you can sort of do on the side. But when it's someone close to you, there's a couple of different things that come out. One thing that can, sometimes feels is being, you feel self-conscious sometimes and a little bit embarrassed because this is a wee bit different from me. 
for perhaps, or there could be sometimes we have reasons like that. He said that thing last week, and he's not apologised for that yet. So I don't think I really, really want to be kind to you. You're not consciously thinking about it, but it's in the back of the mind at the same time. Thank you so much for being here and bringing your wisdom and insight to the Club. We are thrilled to have you on the show. It's my pleasure. I've had a great time. So how are you feeling going into this week? Uh, I was really excited. This yeah. is this is my gig. I know. It's your lane. It's my lane. Because like it's, you know, I, I love all of the mental practices yeah. that, that we do here. Um, so I was really excited and re- really keen to get going. What about you? I was quite intrigued. I was intrigued to see how kindness would affect me. And I think speaking to David got me quite like, pumped up for the week. I mean, he was absolutely fantastic, yeah, he wasn't was. he? He would inspire anyone. Yes to be kind let's be honest so um have you tried this before <laughs> I mean, it's a weird question I know I would like to think I am naturally kind yeah. I think everyone likes to think you they're naturally kind yeah I think the crux of my job as a birth doula is to offer kindness and compassion at a time when women are at their most vulnerable yep so I'd like to think I'm, I'm not always kind but not Mother Teresa well I think most people would identify with themselves as being naturally kind don't you I think I think unless you are a sociopath, you would want to be thought of as kind. Yes, right? exactly. Okay. So what were your expectations going into it, Lauren? Um, I didn't have many. I thought it might be a bit of an effort to choose kindness over another emotion that might be closer to the surface. Did you have any preconceptions or really expectations? I was really up for it. Yeah. Really up for it. Really cracking, you know, really excited to get cracking and, you know, and see what results I could bring to the week and you were very mysterious was I yes you sort of sent me messages like I did a very kind thing today so now now I want to hear it well the thing is is that we don't ever discuss no do we we never discuss how we found the practice because we always want the natural reaction right here when we're recording yeah so you don't know anything and I don't know anything no. how your week's been so shall I start please I'm going to start with um my first voiceover okay first day of our kindness challenge it's actually going quite well I will admit that I haven't made any big grand gestures towards kindness. I've been a bit more complimentary towards people and that's been quite lovely. Um, But the main thing that I've noticed is the things that I haven't done which feel kinder. I haven't screamed at my husband when he didn't help clear up from dinner. I haven't nagged my children to pick all their shit up off the floor um, because I've asked myself, what would the kindest choice be? And it has actually been just to walk away. Kindest for me, kindest for them. So I'm sure this will change throughout the week, but off the top, I'm noticing the things that I'm not doing. Mm. So that was quite interesting because I thought that, listen, that was only day one. Um, But there was, that was a very large part of it. The things that I chose not to do, to be kinder. Yeah. You're looking a bit shocked. I'm not looking shocked. I'm feeling... I'm I'm digesting. Oh, you're digesting. Can you do it quicker, please? Right. Well, so so that was the first yeah. day. You know, it was just the not slipping into the complete default mode of what I normally do, which is have a go at my husband for what he hasn't done, and you know, all of that stuff. I kind yeah. of stopped. Okay, so it was more the absence of meanness rather than the projection <laughs> of kindness at this initial point. Yes. Okay. Let's get on to okay. date. Right. Because that. I'm feeling like that didn't go over so well. Right, day two. Yep. So this is interesting. What normally would have caused quite a big argument between me and my daughter, 
I thought to myself, just be kind, approach her with kindness and use your kindness week right now. And I did. And oh my God, we communicated clearly. She apologized to me. She said she loved me. I said I loved her. And the problem got sorted within five minutes. Normally that would have lasted all day. This kindness thing might be, there might be something in it. Honestly, it was it was transformational. Wow. I, I can't tell you. What, what something that would have been a huge argument. She wanted to sleep at a friend and then I found out that the mother wasn't going to be there. So I said to her, sorry, you can't sleep yeah. with a friend. And she was obviously distraught. Um, and she was being a little bit of a brat about it. And normally that would really rile me up. And I just stopped and I thought to myself, let's just approach this with kindness. Yeah. Approach it with some understanding. Yeah. Hear what she's got to say mm-hmm. and let's take it from there. And we had a completely different conversation. And I went up there and I said to her, I know you're upset and I totally understand why. And I explained all the reasons of why she can't go there. And she literally turned around and said, I totally understand, mummy. And I'm sorry that I was rude and I love you. Wow. I I thought we were going to get five hours of a tantrum. Seriously. What a simple turnaround. It, it It was unbelievable. So by that point, I think that was Saturday. And then I was just, I was kind of in. You were in it. I was in, yeah. Um... And now have a listen to this one. Okay. Loving this question of what's the kindest choice I can make right now because it's so informative. It's got so much wisdom in it. Just in that question. It's 7.30 in the morning. I came downstairs, did my usual, go straight to the washing machine, straight to the folding. And I asked myself the question, what's the kindest choice I can make right now? Listen, I ain't ever going to be folding washing, is it? Um... And I thought the kindest choice I can make for myself right now is to go outside, enjoy this beautiful morning with a cup of coffee quietly on my own. So guess what I'm doing? <laughs> I'm doing just that, sitting here with a cup of coffee. Yeah, you know, it's a bit of a kumbaya moment, but it's beautiful. And I would never have had this moment if I hadn't have asked myself that very powerful question. Oh, I, I did put a sneaky wash on quickly because that is also a kind of choice because not doing the washing... Also, it gives me anxiety, but I didn't do the folding. Well, you're in my lane because I'm laundry obsessed. But I really like that you chose some self-kindness Well, the, the sun was shining. It was a beautiful morning and I wanted to just, no one was downstairs. So I wanted to just sit outside and enjoy it. Good for you. And that was on the back of our conversation with Dr. David Hamilton, who said that you have to be kind to yourself as well. And that takes real bravery yeah. and real intention. Um, And I loved, loved him saying that. Um, So there were other things that I did during the week that were kind. Um, I probably wouldn't have done ordinarily. I sent cards to two people who I know. I've never actually met them face to face, but we're sort of Instagram buddies. Yeah. One of them had a baby and Mm -hmm. I wanted to send her a card. I would never have thought of sending her a card otherwise. Um, It took me two minutes to, to get an address and moon pig it over. Um, and the other one was a girl that I just really admire, really admire her work. And I really love what she's doing in the in the space for women. So I wanted to acknowledge her and send her a card just telling her that. She was blown away. They were both blown away. They were both so moved and touched that I'd sent them this. It was quite similar to the gratitude letter yeah. exercise. I just loved it. Um, I was much more complimentary towards people. I went up to somebody in the street who her skin was... I do know her. She wasn't a complete stranger. Um, Her skin looked absolutely radiant and she just looked beautiful. And I literally went up to her and said, you look absolutely beautiful. Your skin is glowing. And she was completely 
blown away by what I've done. And it's, again, what Dr. David Hamilton says, this ripple effect. Yeah. Because by me giving her that, which is a gift, isn't it, which costs nothing, she then feels good about herself and then she's more likely to go and be kind to somebody, right? And then they're probably more likely to be kind to somebody. So you're creating such... A positive ripple. You're paying the kindness forward. It's it's such a beautiful thing that costs nothing. I will say it does take a little bit of courage. Yes. I did really find that. Like, I really had to kind of say, okay, it's kindness week. Go and do this brave act. Like, you really want to acknowledge this woman. I wouldn't have done it ordinarily. I would have just thought it. I think also, sadly, when you're born and bred in London, you are conditioned not to speak to strangers anyway. Because, you know, they're going to assume that you want to, like, mug them. Yeah. Yeah. I was was going to say something worse, actually. Um, Yes, exactly. But the... um, the the one exercise that really stuck out to me was I was in the gym and there was the gym that I go to. It's kind of a boutique type gym and they do a lot of classes. And I was in one of the classes and they're very hardcore and they're very high energy. And there was a woman in there who was probably in her 60s. And I'm probably the oldest person in the gym. Apart from her. Well, I've never seen her in okay. there before. So it was quite unusual to see a woman of that age in there. And I just thought, firstly, she is so amazing for being in there because they are all 20 and they are all in bra tops and they all look amazing. So it's quite an intimidating place to be at the best of times for a 43-year-old. She didn't really know what she was doing. And the trainer, obviously, it was a busy class, so he was all over the place. So I really took the time to help her. That was very kind. Well, and I wonder if I would have done that anyway. I think I probably would have, but I, I really felt, it, it was just a perfect opportunity. Again, what Dr. David says, look, look for the opportunity. opportunity. Um, so I did. And then um, after the class, she came up to me and she said, thank you so much. That was so kind of you. And I said, oh, it's a pleasure. Will you come back? We had a little chat. And she said to me, I really love your hair. Where do you get your hair done? So this is <laughs> oh. the funniest thing. Now, if you don't know this about me, I am a hairdresser and have been for 26 years. And I do not take on new clients. I do not promote my hairdressing business. I do very little of it now. Um, And for someone to get an appointment with me, it's a little bit like gold dust. I don't even do my sister's hair. I mean, she she gets a massive row every time she asks me to do her hair. So I don't offer appointments out. Anyway, so she said to me, where do you get your hair done? So I said, well, I'm actually a hairdresser. She's like, oh, my God, where do you work from? And I was about to say, which is my usual line of... I'm sorry, I don't take on new clients, but I thought it's kindness week yes. and I really like this woman. Yes. Um, and I said to her, well, I work for, I told her where I work yeah. from. I told her the hours yeah. that I work and I gave her my number. Wow. Now, when I went home, for those of you that know me personally will know what a massive, what a massive act of kindness this is because I don't want new clients. Um, and I went and I told my husband, you'll never guess what I did for kindness week. And I gave this woman my number to do yeah. her hair. He goes, well, what about when she asked for an appointment? The week after when it's not kindness week, then what are you going to do? <laughs> so, no, I've committed to it now. And okay. she has, she has, we've had a few text messages. She hasn't booked in for her hair, but she was just so lovely and so grateful for me helping her. How did it make you feel when she thanked you? Oh, it was just lovely. And then when, when I got the message the next day from her just to say thanks again, I just felt great. It's a little bit of a, it's a little high, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's really lovely. Um, So that was like kind of one of my bigger acts that I did, as well as the cards, and just generally being nicer. Good. I would like to say. Um, The one thing I really notice is kindness, it isn't about what you do. It's, and Dr. David said this, and I now understand what he means, it is an intention. Kindness is 
a way of being. It's a thought process and it all starts with a thought process. So that's kind of where mine started, um, of just being kinder to myself, kinder to the people around me. Um, and you can completely change your experience and that person's experience in front of you just by showing them a little bit of kindness. Yeah. So that's my week in full. And we are going to hear from you, Lauren, how you got on with your small acts of kindness after the break. This week, we are sponsored by Notion. Why do we love Notion? Because it brings our ideas to life. It's like having access to tomorrow's tools today by combining all our research scripts and notes into one simple space with the added power of AI built right inside, not a separate AI tool or browser tab. I used it the other day to plan all our social content for the next three months. It's made what's usually a really long, daunting task super quick, simple and streamlined, leaving us with more time and energy to focus on what truly matters, which is bringing self-care to the listeners and less stress for us. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organise and rediscover the joy of play. And the Notion AI turns that knowledge into action. It can answer any question in seconds, summarise your meeting notes and keeps you completely organised. If you can think it, you can make it. It's become an integral part of our podcasting toolkit and we're calling it self-care. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash self-care club. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash self-care club and start turning I ideas into action and when you use our link you're supporting our show notion.com slash self-care club look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do i even say other than hey <sighs> well that's why they're introducing an all-new bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier starting the chat better and dating safer They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So come on, tell me about your week. I'm desperate to know now. Are you? Yes. So day three was the random act of kindness. This was inspired by a request that I put out on a woman's Facebook group asking for examples of kindness that were shown to them. You've got a very big smile on your face. I know, because I, I just coming. know you're going to love this. <laughs> So one woman replied to say that she was once in a supermarket and a woman came up to her and said, do you like these flowers? She said, yes, they're beautiful. And the woman said, they are for you. And Oh my God, so she just gave a random stranger yeah, a bunch of flowers. Yeah. And then another woman replied saying, my mother used to do that to, for women in supermarkets. And because she did it, I used to do it. I, I now do it. So I thought, well, okay, if they did it, I, I can do it. Oh my God. So I went to Waitrose. That is a very brave thing to do, may I say. It, you know, it didn't feel like it at the start. <laughs> so I go into Waitrose and it's early in the morning and I bought what I needed to buy and then I bought a bunch of flowers. And then I started like scouting for yes. my flower victims. <laughs> and it was slim pickings because it was like 10 a.m. And there were quite a lot of young men in there. And I thought, no, that's opening a whole other can of worms. <laughs> that I don't need right now so I haven't got time for that no, no. so I spotted this really like cute bubby looking elderly couple who were shopping together with their little basket they had their bit so I marched up to them oh my god bear in mind I'm in a mask they're in masks and maybe it's a bit threatening I don't know and I said hi good morning <laughs> I've just bought these flowers they're for you. You didn't ask if they liked them. 
I didn't because I got... thought I, I just oh. didn't. Do you know, I, I yeah. bought these flowers yeah. for you. Yeah. Tell me they loved them. They were like, <laughs> why? <laughs> I said, because this week I'm performing acts of kindness and I just wanted to do something nice for you. And they were like, um, were they confused? Thanks. So suspicious. Yeah. Well, you would be. Then I was a bit embarrassed, so I walked off. Then I thought, shit, they're going to go to the till, the checkout girl. Hold on, they took the flowers. They took them, yeah, and they did say thank you. Begrudgingly. Sort of begrudgingly also said thank you, but also looking at each other like, who's the nutter? Who's the nutter? (laughs) So I was like, shit, they're going to go to the till. The checkout girl's not going to know that they've not paid for them, even though I've already paid for them. Then they're going to get charged for flowers they don't even want. Now I've like created a whole mess. You've now cost them money. Yeah. So <laughs> I then this whole farce begins where I walk around the supermarket asking, can I speak to the manager? Where is the manager? I find the manager, who's this older lady. And I said, listen, this couple and the flowers. <laughs> and she went, darling, I saw you buy the flowers. It's okay. Chill out. I've, I've checked it off the receipt. I was like, oh, thank God. And then I went to the car, got in the car, thinking I'd feel like a sort of glow of... Yeah. An aftermath of kindness. No, no point. No, post more of a hangover. Kindness, more like just sort of mortifying <laughs> embarrassment. <laughs> the thing is, right, from their perspective, you know, if someone came up to you in a supermarket and handed you a bunch of flowers, what would you think? I'd also be really suspicious. Yeah, wouldn't so would you? I'd think what fuck is about to happen yeah. is what I would think is someone else like down like, the other aisle about to mug me while I'm distracted we're so cynical I know. aren't we or is someone like among you remember that program candid, candid camera do you remember yes. when you, they try to they try to trick you and then it was all on camera and then everyone all your yeah. family would yeah. come out of the woodwork and then you'd be just made a whole laughing stock of how sad I know but again I think that's more how how we see the world and that's really it's really really sad which is why Small acts of kindness are so vital. They are. So I say congratulations to you because that is a fucking scary thing to do. Thank you. I'm very proud of you, my friend. Thank you, Nicole. So that was that. Day four, I went to visit a friend who was grieving. I don't feel that particularly was a kind or selfless act because I genuinely wanted to see her and speak with her and listen to her. But she is a person who is innately kind is always kind and is always giving. And as much as I wanted to be there for her, I also hoped that by sitting and listening and chatting, I might help her. So you would have done that anyway? I totally would have done that anyway. But I was counting that as an act of kindness. It is an act of kindness. Yeah. It's also a cultural thing, isn't it? Because I would have done that too. But other people might not think to do that. So Maybe not. Day five, you'll like this one. I mindfully used technology only to be kind. As in, I only replied on Facebook posts with something nice to say. And then I could see a couple of what people. Do you, how do you normally reply? Well, like a joke or something a bit sarcastic right. or, you know. Uh, and then a couple of people had put some things on there. One was about a pregnancy. One was someone who had lost someone. I don't know them that well, those people, but I actually contacted them, called one of them and texted another one to say congratulations to one. And I'm sorry for your loss for the other. And it definitely meant something to both those people so that was it felt like a nice thing to do to only put kindness into those social media interactions lovely yeah 
So you went through the book, right? You went, you actually did the seven I days really of did. kindness. I really did, yeah. Okay. Uh, day six, I received uh, what I would call a begging email, you know, a charity email. Normally, at another time, I probably would have deleted it or ignored it. But I was listening, thinking about David's opportunities to be kind. Um, and the email was actually from my doula, who was with me at my last birth. She is, again, one of the kindest women I've ever met in my entire life. And wow. she showed me such kindness. I wanted to pay it forward by yes. supporting her cause. So I'm going to give it a little shout out. It was the Happy Baby Community and it supports mums who fled from traffickers and violence and Aww. they've sought protection in the UK. And this was a particular request to provide 150 mums with a basic hospital bag with just breast pads, flip flops and IT. So I was actually about to go and buy a dress that day that I really, really liked that I'd seen online. And I decided instead I would donate the money I was going to spend on that dress towards that charity. That is incredibly kind. Well, that was my kind act for the day. And then I replied to this lady and said, I've donated to the cause. So that was that. And how did you feel after that? I felt like I don't need another dress. And I have always been told if you're able to give, then give. If you're lucky enough to be able to give, yes, yes. then give and always give to people who are less fortunate than yourself. And, you know. And were you proud of yourself? I did feel good about myself good. for doing that. Yay, yeah, good. I did. I did. David talked about carrying out a random act of kindness. Um, Princess Diana also talked about the same thing. So I was with my son. There was a girl, uh, a homeless girl sitting on the street. So I went into Boots with my son and I bought her basic, just some basic toiletries, some sanitary protection, toothbrush, toothpaste and face wipes. I put it all in a bag and I gave it to her. And it was more also to sort of set that in my son's head. The same thing yeah. that I was taught. Yeah. If you're able to give, give, give. So I did. And then for my last act of kindness, which actually only happened this morning, I said to you, I went to the post office. This was what I did. And the recording is self-explanatory. It's a letter that I put in the package that I posted at the post office today. Dear Laura, when I was a very little girl, about the same age as you, my grandparents went to Hong Kong on holiday. They brought me back a doll as a present. They chose her because she can suck her thumb and it reminded them of me as that's what I did too at the time. As I was only a toddler, I couldn't yet pronounce my own name, so I would say Nonny instead of Lauren, so they called the doll Baby Nonny. Baby Nonny lived in my cot and then on my bed, and she came with me everywhere I went. Every sleepover and holiday, she came along too. She was my favourite and most special toy. Forty years later, you were born, and as you know, you're very special to me. Firstly, because I love your mummy and I've known her all my life, and secondly, because I was there when you arrived on the very same day that I said goodbye to my grandma. Baby Nonny lives on a shelf in Joshua's room. Because he's a boy and he's seven, he doesn't play with her. I love the fact that of all the toys in my house, when you come over, you always go straight upstairs to fetch baby Nonny. You love her, even though she's very shabby, is full of holes and she only has one hand. This week, I decided that I think my grandma and me and baby Nonny would be very happy if another little girl enjoyed playing with her again. So I'm sending her to you. I washed her so she's sparkling clean and I sewed up all her rips, just like my mummy used to do for me. And I suspect your mummy might have to do for you in the future. Please enjoy looking after baby Nonny. She's very excited and happy to have someone new to play with. 
Love her and take good care of her just like I did. She's very special, just like you. Lots of love, Lauren. That's adorable. That is adorable. Oh, look, you've gone really... You know what? That was emotional. like a hard thing to do. Really hard. And she's been lying around the house because I've been sewing her up. It's taken bloody days because she really is falling apart, this thing. And my mum was like, baby nonny. You know, 40 years later, she remembered. She said, I said, I'm giving her to Laura. You can't, can't give her to Laura. You might have a little girl one day. I said, You're not well, a little girl one day, are you? I think she meant a granddaughter, oh, right. not not a little girl <laughs> myself. I said, well, mum, I don't think baby Nonny's going to last that long. She, you know, she's falling apart. So I sent her to someone who's I, going to love I know. her. It was very Toy Story. Yes, it is. <laughs> it was. It is. But it felt like the right thing to do. And actually, and that's that's what I was going to say. Yeah. That's what David said. That kindness is the you just know when it's the right and thing to do it's so cute she comes over she goes upstairs she gets this ancient falling apart thing and she loves it and she walks around the house baby nonny baby nonny. And how did you feel giving it away because i can see that you're really, really do you know what Re- it was honestly really hard because i don't remember ever not having this yes. thing in my life but actually that's the point of toys and yeah. I'm 42 and she should be played with. And I and I love Laura and I and I wanted to do it. And, like, and the thought of her receiving it in the post and opening her and having her is joyful. Gorgeous. Lovely. So that was so that listen, was my ha- week. You've had a great week. And actually, yeah. what I was going to do, I was going to jump straight into beating myself up because I didn't do as many big kind acts as you did. But I'm square and I like to do everything by the letter and you like to kind of ad hoc it. And that's just I do who we are. It. I do ad hoc it. And also, uh, we did talk about this a little bit, didn't we? Because I said mine is, because you said, how are you getting on with kindness week? And I said, I just want to say off the top that mine is much more of a mental yeah. challenge rather than a physical yeah. one. Um, and mine was much more in my head. Yeah. Yeah, but I love I love the different way that we both approached it. Yes, I do too. Yeah. So let's wrap it up. Come on then. What do you feel worked for you this week? Um, I loved the, the the question that I kept asking myself, what is the kindest choice I can make right now? Yeah. Um, I found that really powerful, really informative, and it just, it, there's so much wisdom in that question. So for anybody listening... If you want to practice kindness, I would start with that that question. What is the kindest choice I can make right now? And it doesn't have to be for someone else. It's just as, just as important to be kind to yourself. Yeah, it's that old thing of apply your own oxygen mask before helping yes, others. Yes, exactly. And what about you? I think feeling like you've made a positive difference in someone's day, it does make you feel good about yourself to be kind and putting out good only brings good. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a magic wand. What didn't work for you? Um, what didn't work is because there was one day where I it was like six o'clock and I realised, oh, I haven't done anything. I mean, I'm sure I had done kind things, but nothing that stuck out in my mind. Um, and then I realised, my God, if you don't make this an intention mm. and you actually put it in the forefront of your mind, you don't create those opportunities for yourself. Mm. So that, it just didn't work. I constantly... I, I want to constantly think about being kind. And when I don't think about it, it kind of just doesn't happen. But the more you do it, the more it happens. So as he said, it's like a muscle. Yes. The more you exercise, yes, the muscle, the more it grows. What, what, yeah. what about you? What didn't work for you? <sighs> the, the supermarket. The flowers. <laughs> I mean, 
I really took myself out of my comfort zone. I really did the practice. Um, Are you still cringing a little bit about it? Not because I hope that as the week went on, they enjoyed the flowers and didn't think I was creepy. But um, yeah. And also I... It says more about society than it, it does, does about you as a person. And I also had an intention this week to be kind to someone else in my life who's very difficult very difficult yes. who presses my buttons and I didn't Rise manage that and I feel a bit guilty oh, about oh, that that's a different thing yeah what did you learn um that it needs to be a, con- a conscious practice mm. for me it, it really does um the things like you know the ripple effect and the beauty that you put into the world of course that came back I knew that anyway um but just to put that out there that it is very beautiful and it never stops being beautiful and as you said joyful um but I really learned that you do need to look for the opportunities Mm. to be kind and that it feels great Mm. to be kind what about you I learned the most probably from day two that being kind to the people who annoy you or upset you does not mean that we're excusing bad behavior but it means that we can choose kindness as a way to put the brakes on a cycle of meanness and that being mean is easy and that the harder and braver thing to do is to be kind. Yeah, I love love what you've just said because being mean is easy in the moment Yes, because it's not easy after. No, but that was probably, um, although it was the smallest thing in the week, probably the biggest thing. Yeah. It didn't cost anything. No. But it was That's hard. That's what I love about kindness. It doesn't yeah. cost anything. And actually, at the beginning of the week, the few things that I was doing, like the sending of the cards, mm. and I bought my friends some flowers, mm. and there were things that I was spending money on. Yeah. So, and that's when it switched for me. Like, actually, I don't want to spend money. Not, I don't want to spend money on this. I want to... I, Find ways of being kind that doesn't involve money. Yeah, so yeah. that everybody yeah. can practice yes. it. Because everybody can choose to be kind. Yes, everybody. No can. excuses. No. What do you know about yourself that you didn't know before, Lauren? That it's much harder to be kind to those you are closest to than to strangers. Yeah, same. Yeah. We asked David about that, didn't we? We did. Um, and I think that's because it's just so much more emotive with the people. Like, yeah. I found it really hard to be kind to Adam, my yeah. husband. Yeah. Like, really hard. And bless him, he was so excited about Kindness Week. He just kept saying, oh, I can't bloody wait for Kindness Week. And then yes, Kindness Week One came. wonders if he equates kindness with other things. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Adam. Poor Adam. Um, so, yeah, so mine was the yeah. same, funnily enough. Will you continue to use it? Of course. You'd have to be a sociopath to not yes. choose to be kind, yes. right? Well, you don't know you haven't asked me yet. I know the answer <laughs> without asking me that question. How can people apply it in a simple way that doesn't create more work? Try to be more empathic before reacting. Mm. So choose empathy. Yeah. And what would your answer be? Uh, Ask yourself the question, what is the kindest choice I can make? Or even what is the most empathic choice I can make right now? But you always have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Recommending it to your clients? Recommending it to the world. Yes. And you? Absolutely. Big fat burning question at the end of our podcast. Yes. Is it coming in the club? Everyone in the club is kind. And everyone in the club is kind to everyone else who comes in the club. Well, Dr. David Hamilton said that every single person on this planet is innately kind. Well, then let's only hire kind staff for the club. <laughs> well, everyone's kind anyway. Yes, it's definitely coming into the club. It can have its own VIP section. Absolutely. It's a running theme. It could be the theme of the club. Oh. Mm. Mm. 
What's coming up next week? You're not really down with next week's show, Nicole. But go on, what? No, I don't like it when you do this. I don't like it when you do this. We're going into my lane, the vagina business. And we're going to be testing the lunette cup, which is a menstrual cup. It is an alternative to tampons and sanitary towels. A menstrual. Is it something I insert? It is indeed. Right. And I'm going to use that instead of tampons or sanitary towels. Yes. I mean, okay. I choose, I choose kindness. I choose, you know, I choose nice ones. And I choose vagina-related and products. <laughs> so there we go. Enjoy it, Nicole. Enjoy your period. Thanks for listening. As always, stay safe, stay well, and we will be back next week. Bye. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network.